Want to tell the people in your life you appreciate them? Stand out with the best gift ever. Minky Couture Luxury Blankets are the best gift ever for appreciation and recognition to say thank you every day of the year. And you won't have to worry about the best gift ever being late because Minky can fulfill your orders without the supply chain frustrations. Minky Couture has you covered at MinkyCouture.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and today I'm going to be talking about China's Change 4 probe and the rover. Why did they go dormant? Why are they not working right now? But before I do that, I want to say thank you to everybody who subscribed to the channel on YouTube. It's brand new, youtube.com slash spacenewspod, and also on the audio podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to hit subscribe and leave a review because that's super important to get this thing ranking up um, on the charts. So change four, what's going on? Why is it dormant? A lander was switched to dormant mode at 7 p.m. on Monday as scheduled in the rover U-22, which is Jade Rabbit 2, at 8 p.m. And according to China's Lunar and Deep Space Exploration Center, the rover will be woken up on February 28th and the lander on March 1st. The CNSA said that Change 4's probe worked stably during its second lunar day. The payloads on board, including low-frequency radio astronomical instrumentation, neutron radiation detectors, infrared imaging spectrometers, and neural atomic detector, have been operating smoothly. This operation is really cool. It's measuring rock composition, uh, soil composition, It's measuring uh, lunar surface temperature. It's also carrying out low frequency radio astronomical observation and research using a radio telescope. This is from the far side of the moon. This is crazy. This has never been done before. It's also studying cosmic rays and it's checking out the solar corona. And that same rover, U-22, has driven 120 meters on the far side of the moon, which broke a record of 114.8 meters made by U-2, which is its predecessor, which is China's first rover to leave a trace on the lunar surface in late 2013. So a lunar day equals 14 Earth days, and a lunar night is the same length, and the radioisotope heat source, which is a collaboration between Chinese and Russian scientists, that will support the probe through the lunar night when the temperature falls down. It'll keep it heated. Change 4's probe woke from its first lunar night on January 31st, and according to the measurements on Change 4, the temperature of the lunar surface dropped to as low as minus 190 degrees. Uh, That's centigrade, which is really freaking cold. So just last Friday, NASA announced that its Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, the LRO, acquired a shot on uh, Change 4's landing site the day after it did so on January 30th, and in the picture, the lander and rover 
of Change Force Probe are nestled among craters on the floor of the Von Karman Crater, and shadows cast by the lander and rover are visible. Check it out up there. Up there? Up there? Check it out there. Um, it's freaking cool. It's insane. So NASA has a lander on Mars. It's called the InSight Lander, and it has placed its second instrument on the Martian surface. New images confirm that the heat flow and physical properties package, or the HP to the third, was successfully deployed on February 12th, about three feet from InSight's seismometer, with a lander recently covered with a protective shield. HP3 measures heat moving through Mars subsurface. It can help scientists figure out how much energy it takes to build a rocky world. So this thing is kind of crazy. It has a self-hammering spike, and it will burrow up to 16 feet below the surface, deeper than any previous mission on Mars. And for comparison, uh, NASA's Viking 1, it got about 8.6 inches down. This is going to go 16 feet. And the Phoenix Lander, which is a cousin of InSight, scooped about 7 inches down. So 16 feet compared to 7 to 8-ish, 9-ish inches, uh, that's a huge, huge uh, plus for this lander. HP3 looks a bit like a car jack, but with a vertical metal tube up front to hold the 16-inch long mole. A tether connects HP3's support structure to the lander, while the tether attached to the top of the mole features heat sensors to measure the temperature on the Mars subsurface. Meanwhile, heat sensors in the mole itself will measure the soil's thermal conductivity, how easily heat moves through the subsurface. The probe is designed to measure heat coming from the inside of Mars. Um, that's why they want to get it below ground, because the temperature changes on the surface, right? And both from the seasons, day-night cycle, and that could add noise to the data of this probe. So the mole, the thing that's actually like pounding down through the subsurface of Mars, it'll stop every 19 inches to take a thermal conductivity measurement of the soil. And because it creates heat when it does that, it has to wait about two days, two Earth days, to uh, actually take the measurements. But there's some hazards, right? And if the mole encounters a large rock before reaching at least 10 feet down, the team will need a full Martian years. That's about two Earth years to filter out noise of their data. And that's a reason why the team carefully selected this landing site. With as very few rocks as possible. That's why it spent weeks choosing where to place the instrument as well. And no matter what happens with this mission, if they get a foot down, if they get two feet down, this is a marvel of engineering. It's a really cool thing. And it's you know, it weighs less than a pair of shoes. It uses less power than a Wi-Fi router. And if it gets anything done, you know, if they can get any sort of data from this, um, it's a win for the for the whole science and engineering team at JPL. And that is it for the Space News Pod today, Space Cadets. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for checking us out on YouTube. Check me out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Space News Pod. Also, check out the audio podcast anywhere that you get your podcast uh search for space news podcast and you'll find me um also you can check out spacenewspodcast.com anywhere on social at space news pod make sure to follow there make sure to uh, subscribe on youtube and any podcast platform too that really helps and uh, that's it for today my friends space cadets 
It's been very fun. And um, this has been a great episode. Thank you for listening. And I will see you soon. This is our first, first YouTube episode. So I'll see you tomorrow. I have more space news for you every single day. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.